Hello and welcome to It Is Written Canada. Have you ever found yourself stretched too thin, like you have been running on empty without enough gas in your tank to go on? Perhaps you're like most of us in Canada. You wake up in the morning feeling tired, not having had enough sleep. And you go to bed at night feeling like you didn't get enough done during the day. Not enough. You don't feel strong enough or rested enough and you are just too tired. Today on It Is Written Canada, we will examine what the research tells us about the importance of getting enough rest and relaxation and share with you some effective ways you can get more rest and relaxation in your life. To begin with, we have Dr. George Cho. Dr. Cho is a licensed naturopathic doctor who practices in the greater Toronto area. He is a member of the American College of Lifestyle Medicine and the Canadian Society for Exercise Physiology. His practice focus is on lifestyle medicine. Dr. Cho, welcome to It Is Written Canada. Thank you for having me. It's good to be here. So we're going to be talking about rest and relaxation and how important it is for us. So how does it affect a person's relationships when they are stretched too thin? Well, like if, if I'm stressed too thin, you, uh, you know, you get you're stressed out, you're irritable, you get moody, and all those things are going to have a ne negative effect on your relationships. And if someone is stretched too thin, uh, my assumption is that they're probably working really hard, right? So that means that something's going to give. So then that means that usually it's family. Uh, the relationship with the family, uh, time with the family is going to be reduced. So that's going to negatively affect one's relationship with their spouse and their children. Then if someone's stretched too thin, then you start to get resentment towards even your coworkers and your boss. So then those relationships get you know, negatively affected. So really, being stretched too thin is overall, any way you look at it, it's, it's, not, it's not a positive thing at all when it comes to relationships. Yeah. And so Dr. Cho, being stretched too thin, why is it then detrimental to a person's health if they keep saying yes when they are already exhausted? Because I know some people have a hard time saying no. Right, right. So if someone's exhausted, I'm assuming uh, they're going to be very stressed out and they're probably not getting a lot of sleep. So we know that stress uh, negatively affects your health. Stress has been linked with chronic diseases like type 2 diabetes. And also, uh, if someone is exhausted and not getting enough sleep, that's definitely uh, going to negatively impact someone's health. So again, sleep is linked with chronic diseases like type 2 diabetes different mood issues like depression, anxiety, even obesity. When someone is lacking sleep, their hunger hormones aren't working as well, it's not regulated, so then they'll end up eating more and it's linked with obesity. So uh, sleep, is, uh, having enough sleep is important, managing uh, stress is really important. And these things can happen if we're constantly overworked and exhausted, right? So often a person will sleep less and they think, oh, I'm going to achieve a lot more, right? So if you're working harder and longer hours, are you actually achieving more if you're sleeping less? I guess it depends. Like in the short term, probably right, you, you could probably get a lot done. But how about in the long term? 
you know, um, if someone's not getting enough sleep, and then they get, they end up getting, like, let's say, like a chronic disease, like type two diabetes or cancer, right? Are you going to achieve more if you're sick? You're not, right? So, in the short term, you could, you know, you could really just go hard and get some stuff done. But in the long term, what are the effects? You know, uh, I think the better option is to have a balanced lifestyle so that you can prolong your productive years, uh, the years that you're not sick, right? Then you could produce more. So it really, mean, it really depends on what we mean by more. More now, sure, don't sleep, overwork, right? But how about over the long term? If it means more production in the long term, then getting adequate rest is, is extremely important. Also, the quality of your work is better, you know. Um, there's companies now who have these, uh, like Google and these other companies, they have these sleeping pods and stuff to encourage their uh, workers to get rest. And businesses know now that when their people are well-rested, that their creativity is better and so forth. So higher quality work comes with more rest, uh, being adequately rested. And so I think that's, uh, you, you do not, in the long term, you do not produce more if you're chronically sleep-deprived and exhausted, yeah. You know, when I was studying at the Canadian College of Naturopathic Medicine, I often grappled with this question, if I sleep less, will I achieve more tomorrow or less tomorrow? And sometimes I thought I will achieve more, and sometimes I realized that, in fact, I was achieving less. It's that classic, you know, the night before the exam, should I stay up all night studying or should I get some sleep? Well, it's interesting because studies have found that a lack of sleep actually causes less memory consolidation in the end. So sleep is divided into two categories. What happens earlier in the night, we spend more time in deep sleep, and then what happens later, the second half of the night. We spend more time, that's the time where memory consolidation happens. And if you're not getting that sleep consistently, then you are not actually able to memorize things and remember things and then act based on those things in the same way. So if you sleep less, you might feel like you're getting more done, but if what you have to do has to do with, you know, acting based on memory, or uh, being efficient based on figuring things out, uh, some kind of cognitive deduction, then you may get less done, but you feel like I'm, I'm trying to do more. So sleeping less does not lead to getting more done necessarily. So Dr. Cho, how does getting enough rest and relaxation affect a person's immune system? It's a great question. Uh, sleep is really important for the immune system. Just like the rest of our body, the immune system also is regulated by the circadian rhythm. The circadian rhythm is obviously, uh, you know, the day-night cycle, and uh, depending on whether it's day or night, uh, you have uh, different systems in the body work at, you know, uh, in that rhythm. The immune system works within that rhythm as well. So, for example, uh, at nighttime, they notice that the level of white blood cells in the blood actually drop. Now you might think, well, that's bad. But that's actually good because it's leaving the blood and going into your tissues, you see. So it's actually very good, you know. Um, on the other hand, what happens is if someone is sleep deprived, they notice that inflammation markers go up. 
So like uh, interleukin-6, which is a marker of inflammation, uh, C-reactive protein, which is, a, which is another marker of inflammation, these levels actually go up when someone is sleep deprived. Right? So inflammation level goes up, so that means that the immune system is not as regulated when someone is sleep deprived. Now, uh, with the immune cells, um, we, we have something called cytotoxicity, which means like if you have like a natural killer cell, these cells, they kill pathogens and viruses and stuff like that, uh, cancer cells, and you want them to work well. What they found was that when someone has adequate sleep, those cells they actually work better. They're more cytotoxic. So uh, sleep enhances the effect, not only the numbers of your immune cells, but also the effectiveness of those immune cells. And you know, they look at you know, infections. When someone is, is sleep deprived, the, the risk of infections from you know, influenza and so forth, it goes up, common quote. Um, even studies using vaccines. So they can, you can give a vaccine and then study the antibody response. And you can get uh, two groups. You can get one group and you, they're sleep deprived. You get another group, they're getting adequate sleep. Then you give them a vaccine that you could see the antibody response. The response is two times better in those who are adequately rested. In fact, in some studies, they have to give a second dose to the individuals who are sleep deprived because their the response isn't good because the sleep deprivation has suppressed their immune system so much that they need a second dose. But those who have uh, adequate sleep, their response is fine. Antibody levels are doing well, so. The immune system is suppressed when we're sleep deprived, and when we get adequate rest, it works. It works very nicely. So sleep is extremely important for uh, for the proper function of the immune system. Hi everyone. My name is Arlette Susanna, and this is my sister-in-law, Kathy. <laughs> and today we wanted to talk to you a little bit about using essential oils as a way to help promote rest and relaxation. They really are such a, a wonderful resource to use, um, so that a natural solution really that we can use to help, for example, supporting sleep, promoting uh, stress relief and anxiety, calming the nerves. Um, and we're, we're going to be talking a little bit about essential oils so that we could learn more about them. So the first way that we could use essential oils are aromatically. And aromatically just means using it as aromatherapy, so breathing them in. So you can take, for example, lavender, which is the most popular oil that you can use for um, rest. It's actually very well known mm -hmm. for promoting rest and relaxation and calming, soothing, that kind of peaceful smell. So in a diffuser, for example, you would just basically put uh, water in the diffuser, you add one or two drops of the oil that you choose, in this mm -hmm. case it would be lavender or whatever one you, you're choosing, and the diffuser just basically disperses the molecules so that it covers a large surface area. It's actually a good idea to put in the bedroom uh, for people who have insomnia or who have trouble mm -hmm. falling asleep or staying asleep, or with it for babies who Absolutely. are restless or going through colicky kind of mm. um, periods. So that's diffuser, but you can actually use um, aromatically, you can use the oils aromatically in a second way by just taking a drop and applying it, like uh, dropping it onto your, the palm of your hand. This one mm -hmm. doesn't one's have that? very much. This one's Serenity. This one's oh, a beautiful a nice blend. One. You yeah. can try it. And you basically take a drop and rub it on the palms of your hands. And then you just cup your hands over your mouth and your nose. Mm. 
and or, inhale. Or on your wrists. You can also do it on your wrists. Mm -hmm. so, uh, that's aromatically. <laughs> the second way that you could use essential oils is topically. And topically is really lovely. You're basically using it straight onto your skin. So you could use fractionated coconut oil as a carrier oil just to dilute it and to help spread it out more. So it's a good thing to use fractionated coconut oil, which is basically just coconut oil right. with a molecule removed so that it stays liquid. Um, and you basically, when you want to have uh, cover a larger area. So for example, if um, you want him to massage your neck or your shoulders, I know my husband really appreciates mm. it when he comes home after a hard day of physical labor and or if you're tense or if you're athletic and doing exercise, you would pump a little bit of fractionated coconut oil with something like deep blue, which is a really uh, amazing blend for relaxing muscles and also your muscles yeah actually. oh and there's another um, way that you can use it if you have um, an unscented lotion that you really like yeah. what you could do you could put a, a little bit in the palm of your hand and then you choose uh, an oil of your choice maybe for the scent or for some um, benefit so you could put a drop or two and then you rub it and you've just customized your lotion that's a, great that's a Which really good idea yeah. yeah and then you can apply it wherever on your sure. hands and your legs wherever yeah. and uh, those are different ways that you can use it topically right on your skin actually a third mm. way onto onto your skin would be to apply something like balance this one's one of my favorites because it's very woodsy it has a mm. lovely mm -hmm. kind of woodsy yeah. scent uh, that's a great oil to oh, apply nice. on the soles of your mm. feet when you get up just so that you can start the day balanced that's literally what it's called it's it's like it's called the grounding blend because it's so relaxing and the reason why we would put it on the soles of the feet is the soles of the feet is the area of the body that has the largest pores so it absorbs it quicker i'm actually doing a course uh, called aroma touch technique and we're learning a hand technique okay so you put a little bit of fractionated coconut oil just a touch so you can basically just rub it onto the hands on both sides so topically is really a wonderful way are you done for now okay. <laughs> and the third way would be internally now the only word of caution that i would use for internally is that you have to be sure that you're using a really pure so purely sourced oil the oils that we use in our family both our families are the doTERRA oils just because they are cptg graded which means they are certified pure tested grade which means that they're so pure and so uh pretty much concentrated that you could use it like medicine. Mm -hmm. So uh, the way that you would use it internally would be by taking it a little uh, cup of water, for example, and just putting a little bit of water, adding a drop and then drinking it. And then you can take a little bit more water to rinse the residue and drink it. And then you're getting the benefits mm -hmm. internally. You can actually also get a veggie cap and just put a drop oh. in the veggie cap uh, of whichever oil of choice, like copaiba or vetiver, mm -hmm. you can make a blend and you would put a drop or two in the uh, veggie cap and then close it and then just take it like a, a natural capsule. And so uh, there are so many ways that you can use essential oils and I would encourage you to try using them in your own home. Give it a try and let us know how you like them. So Dr. Joe, is there anything in the Bible that speaks to the importance of rest and relaxation? You know, Jesus, uh, he says, come unto me, all ye that labor and heavy laden, I will give you rest. And Jesus, he didn't just say that. Uh, if you look at his ministry, he actually practiced it. So for example, in Mark chapter six, uh, I believe it talks about a story where Jesus has his disciples and then he sends them off on, to do, on a missionary journey, two by two. So they go out and they're healing and they're preaching and all that. 
So they're, they're at, the, at the end of this, they're tired, right? So then they come back and then they're telling Jesus their wonderful things, the wonderful things that God worked uh, through them. And then it's interesting, Jesus says, come apart and rest a while. It's very interesting. He didn't say, okay, well, good job, so now here's your next assignment, you know, like so many uh, people do. He, no, he's different. He says, he recognized that they had worked very hard and now it was time to rest. And so he says, come apart and rest a while. And they go for a season just to have some time for rest and relaxation and so forth. So Jesus practiced what he was saying. And so he invites everyone who is uh, heavy laden, their burden. He says, you know, you need time to rest. And of course, we get that rest through, you know, physical rest and so forth, but also through Christ as well. When Elijah was running away from Jezebel, he had done the great feat on Mount Carmel, now ran from, for his life. He went and sat under a tree and complained, and he wanted to die. <laughs> he felt so alone, he felt so frustrated and so tired. And God sent an angel to come and give him food and told him to rest. Elijah went to sleep, woke up again. The angel came back, gave him more food, and told him to rest some more because his journey before him would be great. And that just speaks to me of the importance of rest in our lives and that God notices that importance. When we feel like we're overwhelmed and we're ready to give up, God literally will send angels to us and say, hey, calm down, here's some food, take a nap, rest. One of the commandments tells us to remember the Sabbath day. So is that a part of rest? How important is that to getting enough rest and relaxation? Absolutely, it's, it's really important. Uh, as you mentioned, it's part of the Ten Commandments. And um, uh, in that commandment it says that six days you shall labor. So God recognized that labor is important, but he says, that, he says I've set aside a whole day for you to rest. So come apart from your physical labor and to rest. It's not just physical rest, it's also mental rest as well, and just a time to unwind, right? Of course, not just sleeping all day, you know, it's time for worship and fellowship with church members and so forth, but uh, God himself, he recognized that we need rest, and he gave us the Sabbath, and you know, Jesus says, the Sabbath was made for man, not the other way around. God made Sabbath to benefit us. And I think when you look at the Sabbath, um, it really puts things into perspective because uh, in the Sabbath commandment it says that God worked. He created in six days and He Himself rested. Now, you know, if you think about any being who doesn't need rest, you probably think maybe God doesn't need a rest, right? But um, and I'm not saying that God slept physically, you know, but He also took time away from the work of creation. Well, He completed it in six days and then He Himself, He says He step back from his labor. And so if God did that, then how much more do we humans need the Sabbath? So I personally, I love the Sabbath. You know, it's a time to just uh, unwind and step aside and just rest and reconnect spiritually with people and social, uh, spiritually with God and socially with others. It's really, I think it's really, really important. And it's interesting, Dan Buettner, uh, the guy that who researched the, uh, the Blue Zones, when he visited the Seventh-day Adventist Blue Zone in Loma Linda, he recognized the Sabbath in his book. He recognized the Sabbath as an important aspect of uh, one of the things that's giving longevity to these 
centenarians in, in Loma Linda. He recognizes the Sabbath. So I think the Sabbath is really important, and I think practicing it is going to enhance our health, uh, not take away from it. Dr. Cho, I wonder if you can give us some advice of how we can balance our own personal needs with fulfilling the needs of others. Yeah, that's a good question. So, you know, uh, you know, as a Christian, I believe that you know there's going to be many times in life where you're going to have to put your yourself, uh, you're going to have to put others before yourself. Uh, Christian life calls for sacrifice. You know, uh, so. I believe that in many instances, you know, we are called to uh, often lay our needs aside and help others. But, you know, uh, I think Jesus' example is really good. So, I mean, if there's anyone that was meeting the needs of others, that was Jesus. But let's consider how we went about doing it. So, first of all, Jesus was not doing it by himself. He had helpers, right, the, the 12 disciples. You know, and uh, often when people want those, uh, the types who want to, Often, you know, they want to help others, but they often they, they feel like they have to do everything themselves. That was not Jesus' example. So Jesus was helping many individuals, but he had a team. And sometimes I wonder, you know, are you so overworked because you're just trying to do everything by yourself? That's not the example that Jesus sets. Also, I think another thing that if you look at the way Jesus helped others was he focused on doing certain things well. So, for example, when we look in the Bible, Jesus' ministry, what did he do? He was preaching, teaching, and healing. As far as I can tell, he was not building houses for people. Uh, maybe he was, but the Bible does not say that. So basically, he was not doing everything. He was doing certain things to help certain, meet certain needs, and he was doing that well. I think that's really important because sometimes, you know, we, uh, it's not bad, but sometimes we feel like we have we have to try to meet every single need. And as an individual, you can't do that. Even Jesus wasn't doing that. His ministry was, he's doing certain things, right? So I think it's important to know what are we good at, uh, what are some of the gifts that we have, and how to maximize those and utilizing those to help others, not trying to do absolutely everything, because that's then you don't, you don't end up doing anything well, and you get exhausted, and you can't help people effectively, then no one really benefits, right? Final question, Dr. Cho. There may be someone watching who's saying, I just can't get enough rest. I just have too much to do. What practical strategies could you give for a person like that who's just looking like, hey, I need more rest and relaxation. I'm convinced that I do. How do I get it? First thing is to, uh, is to realize that it has to be a priority. Um, I think sometimes uh, we, kind of being overworked is seen as like a, um, like a badge of honor. You know, it's like, I only slept four hours. He's like, well, I only slept two hours. You know, it's kind of like you see that as like something good, you know. But I think we have to realize that the scientific evidence showing that it's actually not good. You know, you're not doing good for yourself. It's, it shouldn't really be a badge of honor. So uh, I think the first thing is to just reorient our, think reorient our thinking that uh, rest and relaxation has to be a priority, and it's a good priority. It's not, it doesn't mean that you're lazy. It doesn't mean that you're being selfish. It's just something that we need, and God designed that we, we need time for rest. I think that's the number one. And the other thing is to prioritize sleep. Um, not every one of us can go four hours of sleep. It, this research, research suggests 
probably seven to nine hours of sleep. Maybe if someone's younger, probably even more than that. So uh, practicing good sleep hygiene is really important. Going to bed before, they usually say, you know, before 12, probably 9, 10, 11, that's probably better. Uh, and, you know, it's practicing good hygiene, sleep hygiene, like, you know, keeping the room dark, uh, keeping the room slightly cool, uh, having a routine before bed, not using electronics before bedtime. Those type of things I think is going to help you have a good, a good rest. Uh, unfortunately, alcohol does not promote good sleep. Uh, it, uh, studies show that it actually reduces sleep quality. So alcohol, try to avoid harmful substances, those types of things. So, but just uh, having a good sleep routine, going to bed on time, that's also going to help with getting good rest and relaxation as well. So, Dr. Cho, we have come to the end of our program, but before we let you go, I wonder if you could pray for our viewers to experience the healing power when they get enough rest and relaxation. Absolutely. Let's pray. Our Father in heaven, Lord, you said that all those who are laboring and are burdened, that they can come to you. And Lord, we know that there are probably many people who are watching today who have many, many burdens, and they don't have time to rest. They can't relax because of these burdens. But Lord, we know that we, as finite humans, we cannot uh, take these things on our, on our own. We need you, Lord. So I pray, Lord, for the burdened soul, that they would come to the cross, they would lay their burdens on you, and that you would give them rest, that you would give them the peace that they need. I pray for those, Lord, who are, have a mindset of overwork. Lord, help us to understand that we are also designed for rest. And Lord, we also want to pray that you would help us also to keep your Sabbath, uh, keep your Sabbath holy as you have instructed us to do. So Lord, we ask for blessing for all of our viewers today. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Dr. Joe, thank you once again for sharing your expert knowledge with us on It Is Written Canada. Thank you very much. Money is like time. God gives you what you need, and you must decide how you are going to use it. Sometimes you need to call a timeout. You must rest and say, enough is enough. If you want to get more rest and relaxation in your life, we have a book for you our free offer. It is entitled, I want more blank in my life. So you fill in the blank. I want more rest and relaxation in my life or confidence, peace, freedom, joy, hope, security, you name it. This little book will help you find what you are searching for. Friends, if you want more rest and relaxation in your life, we would like to recommend you turn to God. Open the Bible where it is recorded that Jesus rested in the word of his Father when he declared, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. When I don't get enough rest, I am not a very pleasant person to be around, but I become extremely lethargic. And that's actually a scientifically proven point. When you don't get enough sleep, you will 
become more tired and complacent. I have a lack of energy. I lack motivation to get things done. I lack memory. I can't remember the things people tell me, the assignments I have for work, and that can cause stress in my relationships, in my work environment, and expand even further. So rest is more than just a beauty sleep. It's actually necessary. Thank you for listening today. If you would like to watch a video of this podcast, please visit iiw.ca or you can go to our IIW Canada YouTube channel and click on the videos tab. Once again, thank you so much for listening.